Hey everyone, welcome to Deep Thinking with Rick, the podcast where we analyze topics in a deep way to better our lives and the world we live in. I'm your host, Rick Matsoko-Chera, and today on this episode of the podcast, I really want to talk about effective prayers. Over the last couple of days, I've been speaking about uh, Christianity. Uh, I talked about church the other day, and right now, yesterday, I think I spoke about, um, uh, yesterday, I spoke about effective Christianity, but today I really want to talk on effective prayers. See, I'm, uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh, ever since some things happened to me, I'm a man of action, I'm about action, and I started to understand what it was, because I started getting frustrated. Now, I think as the frustration I always felt was that I came, I come from Zimbabwe, and I got saved uh, in a, um, you know, a, in a high school, scripture union organization, and we used to pray, man, like we used to pray. Uh, we were we were taught to pray for everything in everything, just pray, like not even joking. Like we'd pray in the evening, we'd make sure that when we wake up we pray, we'd make sure before we sleep we pray. Like literally, it was made almost like a little law where you'd feel guilty if you didn't pray. Um, before we started a any kind of meeting, we probably did about fifteen to twenty minutes of praying. And then we do prayer meetings regularly. So um, uh, during lunchtime, you know, we'd, we'd have lunch between one and two. Uh, by one thirty, we would have finished eating. Uh, but then they would say they would open up uh, certain rooms, and all the Christians would just go and pray while everyone else is just relaxing for a little bit. We'd go and pray. We'd pray for the you know, those number of uh, minutes. And then we had prayer of every Friday, every Friday night. There was some kind of prayer. There was really, really, really long prayer. And I'm pretty sure once a month, we then did it as all-night prayer. And then every they got to a point where every day in the morning, people were waking up early to go pray again. Oh, come on. And I think this is what made me start to hate prayer a little bit because we were just praying all the time. And maybe it was because I didn't understand it and uh, we were doing it. But, you know, yeah, we lived in a country where, you know, things are bad so even though we were in a country that prayed so much it seemed like things never happened I'll give you one example of a prayer that we were always doing but it never seemed to get answered was the prayer for revival so one of the reasons we were praying like this is we were asking for revival to happen but you know prayers for revival is one of the oldest standing prayers that ever happened you know Christians were praying for it before me and you were born you know um, our our mothers were praying for those prayers. They taught us how to pray for revival. We've been praying for revival for years. We're teaching our children to pray for revival. We are probably going to die still praying for revival. And it took me a long time to understand that, yes, we pray. But in, a, in order for prayer to be effective, there has got to be an element of action. There's got to be an element of action. Once you pray, you go do. This is what makes prayer effective. Uh, this happened to me. This happened to me around four years ago. I was going to uh, a church here in Derby, New Life Church in Derby, and uh, really enjoying it. Um, you know, and uh, every is it a Thursday? Yeah, every Thursday between the hours of ten and four, there was this prayer meeting that happened. Uh, it was supposed to be an all-church prayer meeting, but obviously people go to work, so the only people who turned up were these three old ladies and me. Uh, we were the only people who used to show up. Now, we show up and pray and pray and pray. 
and the pastor would give us prayer points they'd give us uh, certain like things and requests that they wanted praying for and I was finding myself that every time I prayed I'd feel the idea coming into me and that what I didn't understand was that you know my 10,000 hours were kicking in you know a lot of the development I've been doing on my mind and everything the things I listened to personal development I was doing uh, my mind was becoming a fertile ground for God to drop his answers so when I did that then I'd feel the, the answer come you know an example would be that uh, you know they asked us to pray because there was a mosque right behind us and it seemed like the Muslims were being much more effective in our city than us uh, and almost kind of like pushing us out into irrelevance and uh, they said okay let's pray so that uh, you know the atmosphere above the city can be opened and you know that we can we can pray against the demonic spirits of this stuff and God just told me hey you know what if you actually do something that affects the community and helps the community yeah here's something you can do with the schools and work with the schools here's something you can do with business here's something you can do with families here's some social media and I said whoa so I got up took my uh uh, all these solutions to the pastor and the pastor just kind of looked at me I think he didn't even expect this to be coming from prayer and uh, this happened on a couple more occasions where like the pastor would say something I'd be praying in prayer I'd get the solution and I'd take it to the pastor and say hey you know uh, either do th- you can do this or I will even uh, do it Can just give me the permission to do it I will do it help me I'll, uh, I'll speak to some people and we can do it and nothing and at that point that's when I left the church because I felt something in me going, now, for your prayers to be effective, you've got to go do something. I'd been praying in that meeting for about six months when I started getting real, real revelation. I started getting an amazing understanding of what needed to be done to win the city of Derby, to affect people, to help people, to spread uh, Jesus Christ. And more and more, God started opening up my mind as to what I needed to be doing and I had to go effective prayer means that you are praying but then when you get up off your knees you go do something you go really do something uh, you know you pray Jesus prayed more than all of us but after he prayed he would come down from that mountain and do something he would teach he would uh, heal people he would give solutions to problems he would do his ministry this is what we need to be doing guys this is what we need to be doing for our prayers to be effective this is why africa even though it is the most the most prayerful continent on the planet if you were to really count the hours of prayer and multiply them by the number of people praying all the night vigils that are happening all those crossover night prayers oh you'd think that africa then would be most the most prosperous nation and the most prosperous people but no because the prayers are just some spiritual thing in the spiritual place and they're not really bringing any uh, solutions to the physical world my challenge uh, is to pray effectively is to say you know the, the, this is a part where jesus looked and said wow the fields are ripe for harvest pray that the lord of the harvest would bring laborers laborers people who work 
when I started doing a prayer and I started praying, God then said, yes, you, Rick, are that laborer. Go out there and bring revival. Go and take the harvest in. I realized that I am the leader. I am the leader. In the words of Kanye West, you know, my, you know, he said, my father took me to church. The preacher said, we need leaders. And right there, my body got still like a paraplegic. You know, when you start doing those prayers and you start saying, Lord, send laborers. Guess who the first person God shows you is you. God says you need to recruit yourself first. If we go out there trying to be like, oh, all these leaders, we need leaders, we need people, we need laborers, we need... God chose you. You, you are the first laborer. When I got this, I went into the lab, I went into my office, I went into my laboratory, I went to my library and I started doing the mental work that was needed. Laborers are people who are willing to work. I started finding out what my calling is and I started understanding that yes, I need to fight poverty in my community. Before I pray and say, oh God, like, uh, you know, my black community, there's so much poverty happening here. Give us solutions. No, myself, God started showing me, okay, you, Rick, get, get out of poverty, you. And then go out and show other people. And then go out there and connect with other people, do the work. So when that happened, I, I don't have time. I don't have time to be going for silly prayer meetings. I love, I love, don't get me wrong, I love prayer. And I pray a lot. But I can't waste time in individuals and uh, all night prayers, uh, end of month prayers. When we do nothing at the end, we've got to do something. We've got to do something. Uh, so my friends, uh, you know, that's all I've got for today. Sorry if I was getting a little bit worked up, but um, you know, if you enjoyed it, would you mind giving us a good clap? Just click the clap button, and you can also subscribe to the podcast to follow us just to see our regular content. You have a good day.